Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, um, we were joined by comedian and uh, AFC Wimbledon fan Jeff Norcott. They take yeah. on uh, the MK Dons. Not a derby, Paul. They don't like them. It's not a derby. They don't get on. Uh, they play tonight, so we will talk through a little bit of the history and how they feel about each other, uh, whether things have cooled a little bit. Um, we also, uh, what else did we do today? We spoke to Jim White. Yeah, Jim was very good. Jim White from The Telegraph uh, told us about uh, the career traject- trajectory, that's yes. not easy to say, uh, of um, Jose Mourinho and talked a bit of Manchester United. Um, we also, what else did we do? We, we had, had a chat. We had, some, we had a laugh, didn't we? We had a good chat about various things. And we had a competition today, which yes. was fiendishly difficult. Oof, I tell you, it was tough, Paul. And uh, we tough. imagined um, something that Charlie's planning to do a little bit further down the line with a purchase he's making. So do look out for him at a ground near you. All will be explained. Here it all is. Eight minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. So that's a good idea. You've you've adopted a side. We, we interviewed uh, a Ghanaian journalist uh, a yeah. week or two ago, pre-AFCON, and I thought... Gonna get behind I'm, the gonna, lads. I'm gonna get behind the Ghanaian lads. They got beat one nil. They got beat one nil. That's all I saw. I didn't see the game. I haven't got Sky. I didn't think it was on terrestrial. So I'm not a massive. I'm not saying I'm an ultra Paul. No. At the moment, <laughs> you're not moment. one of the Ghana ultras. No, not at the moment. No. Right. Uh, Torquay scored after 18 seconds on Saturday, Paul. Oh, that's fantastic. That's always good, isn't it? Always yeah. too early, though, isn't it? Did you didn't go no, on to no, win? No, we drew two all, of course. But um, always the way, isn't it? Yeah. 18 say that's too early. You're celebrating, but you're also like, well, this is. This 89 minutes this, for us is too early. This won't last. Really, yeah, <laughs> no, that is very true. A couple of things to get going on yes. today. Um, now, the meet and greet. You'll be aware of this uh, phenomenon, really. You don't just go to a gig these days. If you go to a... And you can get a job. You can meet and greet. Yes. After the gig's over, you can pay a premium mm. to actually meet the people maybe you've just seen on stage. I mean, it probably doesn't happen at, you know certain level I don't know if Adele does them she doesn't need the extra little bit of bumps that comes from it but it's it's a sort of structured payment system no. of what you're looking for and it's in the news today because uh, there's one coming up uh, in a Manchester hotel featuring Wayne Rooney oh, he's going to be interviewed by his former teammate Wes Brown oh and uh, they have different pricing structures okay the the platinum prices that includes meet and greet okay signed shirt lovely that's it. That's uh, nice. Free drink. Don't is it a signed Derby shirt or a signed... Well, I think probably Manchester United. United. <laughs> that's his Wes Brown. Yeah. Uh, I imagine okay. a Manchester United evening in Manchester. Yeah. Free drink. Lovely. Just one? Well, that's what it says. It says, doesn't say free drinks. It says free okay, drink. drink. Okay. Um, could get, be a get, glass get of squash. Get the most expensive thing. Could be a glass of squash. <laughs> Pint of Baileys. Well, you do get a free drink as part of the platinum pack. <laughs> what would you like? What's the most... If, they got like, a 400-year-old bottle yeah. of single malt. That bottle of cognac at the back there. Yeah, or, yeah, or, or a glass of squash. Three-course dinner. That's Lovely. nice. That's I don't, nice. don't say petty fours, I think. That's just the uh, three just courses. The, prawn cocktail. Souvenir photo. Chicken chasseur. And uh, sticky yeah, toffee pudding. Sticky toffee pudding uh, for dessert. <laughs> okay. Um, souvenir photo. Oh, lovely. And superior seats. That's going to set you about 450 quid uh, now, for wine. With a shirt, with some of the goodies, I, the picture. I, I don't think... I mean, look, it's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. But if you're a Wayne Rooney fan... Yeah. This is your once in a lifetime. Yeah. And Wes Brown, you know, throw him in as well. Wes Brown. <laughs> you get a Wes you Brown. Get a bit of Wes I'll throw from... the Wes Brown in free. Yeah, okay, I'll... <laughs> Hey, old mum. Like you've you got your some jeans, you've got your jackets, all your towels. Yeah. 
here to West Brown. <laughs> Wayne Rooney. Yeah, oh, mum over here. <laughs> so anyway, you get the idea of that. Gold tickets. Uh, let's move on to the gold. That was, that, platinum. That was platinum level, was it? Gold tickets oh, yeah. excludes the signed shirt. Oh, okay. okay. And uh, how much are they? Uh, and meeting Wayne. So it's just, oh, it's, it's, not, it's not a meet just or a greet. greet. It's just, it's not even a greet. <laughs> you don't, you can wave at him across the room. <laughs> You're in the same room don't as get him. Any more than 20 yards within him, but just wave from a distance. <laughs> yeah. If he waves back, it's a bonus. If you step over that platinum line, Paul, they will be asking for the money. That's 225. The oh, cheapest okay. is 149, which is a bit of an odd pricing policy. What's really. that for dinner? That gives guests the dinner and access to the later Q and A with Wes and Wayne. just with Wes. No, 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 no <laughs> Wayne as well. Wayne, Wayne as Poor well. Poor Wes, sorry, Wes. So yeah, so, yeah. Right. so, that, so it's hundred forty nine quid for dinner and and a and, and a, 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 and a, Q&A. a Q&A with but Wes Brown. You're four hundred and fifty quid. You're prepared. So look, it's it's. I'm sure you may have even been to them. Yes. I, I've not to be honest. No? but Charlie has. I mean, been, you were well, telling us you've been to you've been to one. I went to see Public Enemy live, Paul. Yeah. Um, as you can tell from my general demeanour, yeah. my the way I am, yeah. huge hip hop fan. As of you course, can tell, yeah, yeah. yeah. I went to see Public Enemy as a as a grown man. Yeah. Went to see Public how, Enemy. How long ago was this? Oh, not long ago. Probably five years ago. Right. Four years ago, perhaps. Right. Was, I never know with pandemic. And was it the I've full, lost track of time? Was it the, the full? Didn't think it was going to be. Turned up. It was a very small venue. Turned up, and I thought this is going to be some tribute act or something. You know. This is, Privately owned enemy or something, you know. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> and then on the on full full show, I think they'd been booked to the wrong place or something like that. But right. and it was the actual Chuck D, the, the Flavor oh, wow. Flav, wow. Uh, the, the the DJ they've got at the moment. It's not Terminator X. Uh, full dancers, everything. Did a full two and a half oh, hour wow, show. No, it was the greatest night of my life. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. My brother, unbeknownst to me, had paid the thirty quid, which didn't feel. It felt a bit like. I think this is like a little extra they get on top right. of it. You know, yeah. if you pay thirty quid, you get. You, and I didn't know you could go backstage and meet and greet, meet, meet Flavor Flav, and meet Chuck D. And I was like, "Look, fantastic! 15, That's thirty quid. Well Fifteen-year-old me yeah. would not thank me for not going." So right. anyway, I went backstage, just me and two. And it's difficult to know when you're in your forties, Paul, what to yeah. wear to a Public Enemy concert. <laughs> <laughs> you're looking a bit like Rodney when he won the skateboarding prize. <laughs> it's a bit like. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to wear a backwards cap or no. a, you know. Yeah. Anyway, went backstage and there's a couple of other younger sort of lads in their 30s, still a bit too old to be wearing what they were wearing, okay. if I'm honest. And they were they were sort of giving it the sort of hip-hop chat and I was just sort of... You were I felt embarrassed, back, Paul. If I'm honest, I felt embarrassed. Oh, I felt did you? Emba- you I felt, felt, emba- I felt, felt embarrassed. Out of water, felt did you? Emba- got back. There's only flavour there. Chuck had left. Chuck had... Oh, that's Chuck not good, ducked out. So I for think 60 it, quid, for Chuck <laughs> sticks around. For 30 quid. I don't think he'd done quite enough uh, members of the audience wanted to go and do the... See, if I had great. a couple of minutes with Flavour Flav, yeah. the first thing I'd open with is, um, lovely to meet you, but surely if it's Flav... There's an E on the end. Because <laughs> yeah. how often are you called yeah. Flavor Flav? Yeah. And through through no fault of your own, tri- people tribute act. People are mispronouncing <laughs> your name. So yeah. just an E on the end. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the thing is, he'd forgotten his clock, Paul. What you got one job? No. You got one job if you're Flavor Flav is it's to just, know what time it is. Yeah. To turn up. Anyway. Well, that's the thing. I was thinking that when you went backstage and you were chatting a bit, and it got a bit eggy because you felt uncomfortable. And you said, yeah. "Well, look, I've got to keep an eye on the time." Which for once, <laughs> which for once isn't difficult with you. But how can you be flavour? Flav- time is. How can you be flavour flavour and forget your clock? It's anyway, like, he borrowed one. It's out. like having a meet and greet of uh, I don't know. He's not playing a, a round with Ian Woosnam. He doesn't bring his clubs. Not boys' clubs. All of them. Of course, all seventeen <laughs> of them. Turning yeah. up for an audience with Wayne Rooney and Wes Brown's not there. It's like yeah, that. it's like that. So anyway, anyway, look with this open. This uh, maybe look, you can tell us about some of the great um, meet and greets that you've gone on to, yeah. and uh, evenings you've had, and uh, how did they work out for you? Yeah. Was some it, of them, I'm they, sure, are brilliant. Were they a bit eggy, yeah. or did they or did it go beyond your wildest dreams? Because they're still very much a big thing these yeah, days. And, it's all uh, there. Wayne's going to have a night off of uh, keeping Derby up to uh, to sit there and and just uh, yeah. Uh, speak very openly, very candidly with his old yeah. teammate, Wes Brown. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Later on, we'll be joined by an angry academic, Charlie. Oh, lovely. Yeah, uh, West Brom and Brighton, have, uh, I think they've managed to trademark the word Albion. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Doesn't it just mean England, Paul? Well, this is Britain. This is is what the prof's going to say to us a little bit later on. They're not massively impressed. Author Peter Ackroyd, he's kicked off as well. And uh, anyway, the the Albion band, Paul. 
I don't know how they feel about it. What about the Wittons the, and the Burtons of this world? You know, Where do they stand? Mm-hmm. Anyway, we'll come back to this later on because um, among the games this evening is uh, a bit of a grudge match, I think it's fair to say. I think so, Paul. MK Dons versus uh, AFC Wimbledon. And uh, they've played a few times, of course, in, mm. in recent years. But I don't think it's lost its edge as a fixture. Joining us now, comedian and Wimbledon fan, Jeff Norcott. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, chaps. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got to say, I'm not sure a grudge match really... <laughs> covers this it's not a derby it's best to think of for your listeners who aren't au fait with league one as more of a kind of geo geopolitical we don't accept your right to exist think of those kind of global <laughs> yeah. situations yeah. i think you might be somewhere along the line uh to understanding how we feel about this fixture that's right it isn't a it's not like a grudge game you're right the amount of wimbledon fans who say well I, I don't i don't think anything of it i mean I, that's what they say in private i don't care we win they, 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 they don't just don't matter to me in, in any way so that seems to be the argument I think, you know, a big reason for saying it doesn't matter is we've had an absolutely horrible record against that lot. I mean, it certainly mattered at Kingstonian's ground <laughs> a few mm. years ago when we beat them 2-0. It mattered that night. On the other eight or so occasions, we haven't got a result. Yeah, th- those ones don't matter. I mean, they don't exist. So it's quite a convenient uh, place to file it in that it, it, it didn't happen. But there is also this weird sliding doors thing where... You know, any person with a sort of slightly philosophical mind thinks, well, if they don't exist, do you ever get back to plough lane? So it's complicated, lads. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, I can true. understand that. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have had that. That's can we call it a journey? Yeah. If they I mean, drop, it was, wasn't if it? If they really? drop if they drop the Dons element, Jeff, would that would that do anything to, to making you like them a tiny bit? I would never like them, or, or I, I just think that you know what football fans are like, Charlie. Yeah. I, you, I, on paper, I would say maybe, but then I think no, we hold on to stuff. I mean, what was it? Southampton and Portsmouth still upset with each other yeah. over some Dockers strike in fourteen oh two. You know, I mean, I, I, this is the way that football works. It's about yeah. nursing grievances, and 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 on that note, I actually where I live, Milton Keynes is a lot closer to me than than Plough Lane. But uh, my wife won't let me go to this one because I went to that FA Cup tie that we played him against. I don't know if you remember a few years back, it was the first game. And she saw things in my eyes that she never <laughs> once wanted to see again. So uh, as a man with a five and a half year old son, I, I'm not allowed to go to the away fixture. Yeah. What are they? I mean, obviously, is, is this a one-way animosity or the MK Don's fans? Do they, oh, no, I've never met any. Do they? Well, not, we were saying this, <laughs> nor have I. I mean, they, do they give it... Is I there must, such a thing? Do they give I mean, it to a few back? people that... I think that there's a few people that live near the ground that quite like getting free tickets for stuff. I mean, I think that's generally the way it works. And I can say that because I've now done the Milton Keynes uh, show on my tour. <laughs> um, I, there are actually, they have got, they have got uh, MK sort of ultras who are sort of a bit peaked. They don't understand why we're so upset with them. And I remember when we mm. played them in that, that cup match uh, on one of the first roundabouts coming off the M1 and going into Milton Keynes, it said, Welcome to the real Dons. And you just thought, come oh, on. Wow. I mean, look, there's a lot of angles to this story, yeah. but you ain't the real Dons. Uh, so, so yeah, I think I think that it has um, it has grown over the years, but there's still a lot of um, AFC fans that won't go uh, to Stadium MK. Yeah. They just won't go. So, so you know, if it was a normal derby or rivalry, it'd be one of the best attended games. But it, it, in many ways, it's the reverse. No platformed. I mean, they're having quite a good season. Is the other annoying <laughs> yeah, thing, isn't it? Shape than oh, you right, right now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. You, got, you got spanked by Oxford the other day as well, didn't you? Which wasn't a good game. Got spanked by. Oxford, we got spanked by Boreham Wood, who I, I just thought was a TV studio. I didn't even know that was a place. <laughs> they've got they've and, got less fans. They've got less fans than MK Dons. Boreham Wood, I, mate. They not only did they beat us. You know, when you get a cup upset, you normally think that you know they they weathered the storm yeah. and backs against the wall they for last better. ten minutes. No, they bossed it, mate. They yeah. absolutely bossed it yeah. uh, from minute one. So I mean, look, we are we are through no fault of our own. We've got a bit real fixture pile up. So in a weird way, being out of the FA Cup isn't the worst thing uh, in the world. But it's just not a great result going into this game on. No, absolutely. So uh, uh, there'll be another. There will be a sort of travelling fan base and another spiteful atmosphere. You would imagine it's nothing's really going to be any different. Well, let's hope so. I mean, I think that you know, in in the first in the first few games, uh, maybe that some of that behaviour tipped over into something um, un- unsavoury. But I just think that it's really it is quite galling when you think. I mean, Wimbledon fans, we do have a sense of ourselves as somehow morally anointed, and I can see that that might get up some people's noses. <laughs> but I, I think that I think that we deserve to get better results against this team. I mean, the football gods. 
have not been kind in this result. But I guess if you stand back and go, well, we went right back to the bottom of the football pyramid. In nine years, we're yeah. back in the league. Did here, it properly. here we are. Yeah, and, and here we are um, back in uh, Plough Lane, but we still have to play against this ab- abomination yeah, FC yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. And that, I mean, that, it's a very good point you made at the top there, Jeff. How different would it have been had you just things had continued and you'd stayed where you were uh, in that part of the world and just carried on? I mean, you know, the way that so many people feel about that club now is built upon the fact that you that you sort of died as a club and you started again and you built mm. it, and there you are back in the same league as the. As the as the team that moved uh, and back where you were were playing before, so I mean, it, you know, without that story, it could be a very different relationship with the club. I think. Well, yeah, I mean, I was, I'm thinking of us very much in a sort of Gwyneth Paltrow sliding doors way now, and I'm mm. trying to remember that in one of the stories it was really bad, but she ended up living, and I got maybe with that, <laughs> maybe maybe with a B plot from from sliding doors, but but it's, it, I mean. Yeah, we were at Sellers Park. We weren't really going anywhere. We had Norwegian backers that were mm. just wondering what the hell they got themselves into yeah. and acted subsequently in a very um, cynical way. But none of that changes, really. The reason why, you know, in the same way that we have Poppy Day and stuff, lest we forget, what we need to never happen again is for there to be another team like... Yeah. Uh, Milton Keynes you know because I just I just I think people at the time it sort of passed under the radar a bit but now I think most of the football realise uh, that, that it wasn't a, a, a great thing so that, that's my reason that's my moral reason that I still I'm still full of venom and bile it's it's for the good of football lads yeah I'm doing course, it for the good yeah, of football of course you are Franchise FC, I think was the word you were looking for there, Jeff. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you about a, a couple of the other mm. things you do for a living, which um, you've got a tour coming up. You can tell us about that in a minute. Um, but I noticed the other day that you are writing on uh, the new series of The Weakest Link, which I think is an absolutely brilliant reboot with Ramesh. I think he's fantastic and really charming on it and very funny. Uh, how how do you write... You know the things at the end of the the round when they go, do you who think? is a microphone? And yeah. they, I, don't know, I can't, can't, I mean, can't think of one. Yeah. I mean, how that, do you get in there? Have a million of those written. How, how many do you write for, for a series, Jeff? I, um, look, I have to say, I always think with, with writers, there's always a danger of overstating your role in the job. You know, it is... Chaps sit in a room for a while, drink a few cans of coke, eat a sandwich. <laughs> and, and, and so there's a lot That's of people that work. <laughs> and obviously, you know, the thing the thing with, with, with somebody as talented as Romish is you can feel like you're bluffing mm. <clears throat> a living because he's not short of ideas, let's put it that way. Mm. But um, but yeah, I think I think it's been really good. I mean, I think that he probably was the only person that could really take that vehicle forward. If you go like Romesh Ranganathan being mean to celebrities that have said <laughs> stupid things. Yeah, I think I'm going to watch that. Um, so, you know, I, I did some work on it. I wasn't at the studio for the records, but I just, I, I really, I really loved the way that he's, he, he, he's gone at it. And I think also that he had the blessing of Anne Robinson in the same way he sort of mm. kissed the ring of a mafia boss. Good thing I got to the end of that sentence, right? Yeah. Glad, you, glad you didn't clear your throat the, at that point. That book, that book, <laughs> The Blessing of Anne Robinson. I'll be signing copies in Waterstones. Marvellous. Um, uh, guys asked uh, a quick question, Jeff. Uh, do the Wimbledon fans sing, Where Were You When You Were Us? Yes, the most mo- postmodern, I think the word is meta <laughs> these yeah. days. Where were you when you were us? And then there was a period where football descended into some sort of kind of limbo for a moment. And we were all like the end of 2001 A Space Odyssey. But where does this start and where does it begin? But yeah, I have to, I mean, I know it's my club. I do think that is the great, greatest chant of all time. Yeah. And you are touring, Charlie said you're touring at the moment, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I, I blame the parents, which is back out from the fourth of February, and you know, you know, as we've talked, there's, there's, a, we have a kind of coded way that we say how it's selling. The early days are selling really well, you know. <laughs> some of them, we've, we've got a good start. We've got a good start. There's people in the room, yeah. um, and. I just got to say, look, it, it, anyone who lives in Carlisle, if I've ever said anything <laughs> to offend. I mean, it would just so happen that the furthest I'm going is the is the uh, is the date that's slowest off the mark. Like I say, we've got some ticket sales there, but there's certainly room for some more. Carlisle. Okay, the there Red Wall tour. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Jeff. Well, it's all changing again, yeah, isn't it? It's all it, it is. Yeah, it's not like it's not much to talk about in the world of politics at the moment. That's true. Cheers, <laughs> Cheers, Jeff. Thanks, Thanks very Jeff. much. Thank you, gents. Thank you. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Fletch bringing us news about Emma Raducanu uh, going out uh, in the tournament in Sydney. And not a tremendously good start for our new coach, Torben mm. Belts. 
And uh, you want TV formats for Torben yeah. belts? Well, well, we were going to go belts and braces, weren't we, Paul? We were there with yeah. belts and braces. B-E-L-T-Z. Yeah. Um, but he's quite an interesting uh, character. Um, he's worked with different people over the years, uh, lots of top names. And uh, he's got a, a bit of a quirky way of uh, working. And w what he likes to do is uh, yeah, Angelique Kerbery looked after her. Oh, yeah. He said uh, when when he was um, when he was coaching her, he would make wagers with her over things such as how far she would progress in tournaments. With a loser having to do forfeits, including going <laughs> skydiving. Mm -hmm. So I'm mean, nice. not sure how the, what the other members of the management felt about. <laughs> no, yeah, about physios Angelique. going. Mm, yeah, not, not sure, so about sure this. that's a good idea. But I wonder what forfeit he'll be paying after she's been knocked out in straight yeah. sets in her first tournament. Here's your cards. <laughs> Typical sort, of, typical sort of teenager, isn't it? Who's just sort of gone, I've done it now. Well, you know, I've done it. No, <laughs> I've done, no, don't I've done you it. Like, she's won. Like, she's, no. she's won the US Open. It's like, I'm not, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. I've done it. I've done, done right. my own Completed work. it, mate. Yeah. It's one of those. Completed it, mate. It's one of those. She's done something else and it was too easy. I don't think that's Make the case. it harder. I'll tell you who looks great. She'll is that, be back. Is that coach she had temporarily at the US Open? Yeah. He looks fantastic at the moment, it's doesn't he? It's worked well for him, it's hasn't it? Out. It's worked out very well yeah, for him. Yeah, but uh, anyway, TV formats for Torben Belts. Oh, yes, please. Lovely stuff. Talksport.com forward slash H&J. Text to 81089. Tweet to TSHNJ. Now, um, we, one of the other games we're going to be looking at a little bit later on is uh, Reading versus Fulham. Yes. And um, and it just struck me that, I mean, Dance was right. He's going to be a commentator tonight. Oh, yeah. And uh, he said, um, yeah, and he was talking about it. He said, so it's uh, join us later on from the Select Car Leasing Stadium. <laughs> and I thought, you know. <laughs> it's not exactly mulling. We though, understand why clubs do it. <laughs> Yeah, but the romance with sponsored stadiums, the romance does get slightly yeah. sucked out of it, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, you can get away with it's a single word. You know, you yeah. might say the Etihad. It's quite that rolls off the tongue. The Emirates rolls yeah. off the tongue, yeah. and it, it becomes, eventually it becomes, becomes it, a vernacular. It? Yeah, I suppose so. But Kit Kat Crescent wasn't it in York, it, York City? It does just take that little bit of romance off of it. So yeah. if you're you're saying, remember that night um, that we put ten past Fulham at the Select Car <laughs> Leasing Stadium? You're it never was gonna, a. <laughs> Yeah. Does Future it get years? Does it, it get does it get shortened to the leasing, then the lease, uh, or the select down at the select? Isn't what it? A, down? I'll see you down at the select down, on Saturday. I'll see you down at the select. But um, is there, a, with respect to the good people at Select Car Leasing, uh, who I'm sure do a fine job? Listen, you've and, just given them a lot of advertising, well, uh, yeah. Paul. They won't Fantastic. mind. Fantastic. Okay. If you're thinking of leasing yeah. a car, there are other there are car other leasing companies. opportunities. That's 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 very true. So, um, can you think of any other? Less romantically named football stadiums <laughs> than, with respect, the select car leasing stadium. No, no reflection on Reading. They're going to make a living I in think these straight. Scarborough was the McCain Chips Stadium yeah, for a while, fine. wasn't it? You're, you're happy the, with the that. You? you can call it the McCain, can't you? I'm yeah. going down the McCain. Yeah. But it's quite hard with the. I mean, when well, you've got four, you've got four words. Well, there, Spurs have got to name it eventually. Paul, they're going to name yeah, it. Yeah, and your soul. I'm still waiting for them to take. <laughs> over. I think Arsenal fans are still trying to crowdfund Preparation H Stadium. They're still crowdfunding that, so it's going to be on the roof of the stand. Yeah, lovely. They're yeah. desperate. They're going to stitch us right up. <laughs> Leaving is going. So uh, yeah, he's, he's waiting. For, he's waiting for the the big offer is Daniel. So we'll, we'll see what happens. There. Yeah. But anyway, feel free. Talksport.com forward slash Agent J. You can text to eight ten eight. Or tweet to TSHNJ, TSHANDJ. And we were talking about meet and greets. Um, yes. Wayne Rooney's got a big one coming up 450 quid. He meets, he greets, you get a signed shirt, you have a QA with Wes Brown and, yeah. and Wayne. Do you obviously. think Wes will just hang around in the background while the meet and greet's going on? Or do you think Wes will I've be been in, in that situation? In the lineup? Because I, I, um, I did one with Motti. Mm. And um, and there was a bit of a meet and greet aspect. I did one oh, with lovely. Ray Parler and, and Alan Brazil. I think oh, we're we'll nice. doing a few more next year around the UK. If you're out and about, okay. they are very good together live, uh, as you've uh, discovered on Breakfast over the years. And they can tell some of the stuff they probably can't tell on <laughs> national yes. radio that time. But anyway, um, I've done. And so they're meeting and greeting, and I'm a bit of a spare part because sometimes it's talk sport listeners. They say, "Oh, Paul, can you get in?" You there need a big as well? badge that says your name, Paul. Yeah, maybe they don't know who you are. Is. We all That's know what it is. We all know, so all know what Big Al you, looks like. You can like fill a bit of a spare part in the meet and greet environment if you've been the, yeah. the, the compare. You know, it, it feels a bit yes. different. Morgan in Chingford says, "Many years ago, we paid ten pounds for a meet and greet and autograph with ex Eastenders hunk Michael Greco, who was open." a local department store on the way there we bumped into him in the petrol station he was a very nice bloke we said hello he had a chat and signed some autographs 
I still feel cheated out of that ten pounds. <laughs> met him anyway. Done it in the filling station. Oh, on the way there. Yeah, that's there it. I, I played. Um, it was good poker. He is still, probably still a very is good he? poker player. Michael. That play from EastEnders. Yeah, I played. Yeah, yeah. I played uh, poker with him. And Did you, um, yeah. you good at poker, Paul? I'm rubbish uh, oh, yeah. to the point where he said, "You do know you're showing me your cards, <laughs> don't you?" <laughs> <laughs> I, said, got, I, said, I've got to be on I said I could show you my cards and I could tell you what I'm going to do and I wouldn't you know honestly, it's yeah. the ultimate bluff but uh, I have no. I have zero poker face Paul just yeah. just, just the just the, I'm just a big big grin on my face if I've got anything at all you know see I, I, I don't know see this is this is from Mike he says uh, St Helens uh, we play at rugby we play at the totally wicked stadium <laughs> well that's alright but I quite like that see you down the wicked yeah see, yeah, see you down yeah, the see totes. you down the wicked that would be but I, that's fine it's, I mean with respect to the, the, what's gone on with Reading yeah. it's quite hard to take a word out of that and deal with it it says it? Select, it's, uh, uh, Jed the Reading fan says so, I've never met one select car leasing is owned by Reading fans Ah. So I'd argue it is romantic, also shortened to the SLC. Ah, that's lovely. So the isn't SLC, it? it sounds like a disease, doesn't it? <laughs> What's he got? He's got the got SLC. A t- got a touch of the old SLC. Yeah, really? Again? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, right. they'll soon sort that out, cause a tablet. He went to watch. Uh... Um, oh, now this is a good one. There's another one. Uh, this is from Jamie. Um, the Tony Macaroni. That's, oh, that's lovely, Livingston, isn't it? Isn't that's it? lovely. That's good. Yeah, I quite that's like good. That. I, I don't mind you can that have fun with that. Oh, but... yeah, this is nice. The Energy Czech Stadium, <laughs> which was Partick Thistle in Glasgow. Yeah, sometimes they just they're sucking the romance out. Thank of you, it. Mark. You, you just need something in the name to cling on to. But that was a good point. If it's owned by fans yeah, of the club, you exactly. would argue that that's exactly. a good thing. They're pumping money into the local economy, which is good. So anyway, talksport.com and your meet and greet tales, if you want to share those. Charlie told us about his, uh, his run-in, well, not run-in, his uh, encounter with uh, Flavor Flav. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> which we very much enjoyed. I didn't know what time it was. Still nil-nil in the Algeria-Sierra Leone game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Interesting tweet from Cammy. Uh, okay. About, you see, about five minutes ago, Chris Kamara said, I'm watching my dad's country, Sierra Leone, play Algeria on the telly at the moment, the African Cup of Nations. I had the chance over the years to play for them. Uh, but Bobby Robson told me Ooh. to wait by the phone. Oh. It's still not rung, sadly. He must oh, have the wrong no. number for me. That must Cammy. be gutting. So he never, he never oh, turned up. Dear. Stephen Corker, as we said, he's playing for Sierra Leone. How's he playing? He did play, played England. Um, sorry? He's having a corker. He's having a corker. <laughs> well, they haven't scored yet. And he's playing at the back. And uh, they've got some oh, decent yeah. players, Ooh. Algeria. So you would suggest he's doing okay. But um, he played sort of age group for England. He must be played under 21s. But switched to Sierra Leone. Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, it is Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport, where um, they have Q School currently in the world of darts, mm. and uh, looking people are looking to get their PDC uh, tour cards. Yeah. It's it's just there was a picture tweeted earlier on from where they they carry out. We'll find out more later on in the show, but they just rows and rows of darts boards. Dart boards are all kind of standing next to each other, all playing. Yeah, you know? it puts the pressure on you, looking at how other people are doing. Can you get through to the next round and get your your lucrative tour card, potentially. It's when you see just, you know, behind the big stage of Ali Pali, you know, there's yeah. hundreds of people trying to get there, aren't they? You that's know? right. So, yeah, so yeah. That's why the level's so high, I suppose. That's right, including uh, Fallon Sherrick was there as well, isn't he? So we'll, we'll talk more about that later on. Uh, I think Keith Dell is joining us. But before that, uh, Jose Mourinho, uh, his team Roma, are involved in a fantastic game uh, against Juve at the weekend, and uh, he was at it again. Was uh, yeah. was Jose? And we're going to be chatting about him uh, very shortly with Jim White. We're just awaiting uh, uh, Jim. Never, uh, never quite his own fault, is it, Paul? No. Um, well, he, he was quite on board for the first seventy minutes. He was very much <laughs> yeah. the architect of the first seventy minutes. Yeah, that but was him. after the first seventy minutes, they stopped doing what he asked. They stopped doing what he asked for some reason, <laughs> and that clearly is where he abdicates responsibility. So, good news for fans in Scotland, isn't it? Back, back to uh, getting back to games. Yeah, oh, great, isn't it? Yeah, you know, they, they, yeah. I know they've had a bit of a break as well, haven't they? But, uh, yeah. but yeah, just it's great for them to get back in the stadiums and. I'm assuming it'll be Wales again soon as well. well I mean, the, then uh, Fletcher was just the whole, about chest, the the whole chest, chest, the situation yeah. is, a, is a very 
odd, a, odd situation. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think it's affecting rugby games and all sorts of stuff as yeah. well. So Have you been to Chester? Do you Charlie I've been Chester? To Chester? You've been the, to Chester, Charlie? The, Charlie Diva, <laughs> the Diva Stadium. I've been oh, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's, uh, it's a nice little ground, the Diva Stadium, Paul. I yeah. went to see Chester versus Vauxhall Motors FC. I went to see. Okay. Were you? And, was uh, that when you? Because often I'll, I'll just catch a if game. If you're doing yeah. a gig, yeah, and I'll you're in that part, you'll take a game in, in the afternoon. Me and Danny McLaughlin went to see. Chester v Vauxhall Motors. Vauxhall Motors are because they're based in North Wales somewhere. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Vauxhall Motors. They're, they're not. They're not attached to Vauxhall Motors anymore. Oh, okay. That's just the name of the team. Paul. Oh, okay. Fair there we are. That's what I, was, what I thought. Some mechanic was going to be there. <laughs> Someone's going to turn know. up, <laughs> sucking his teeth. <laughs> exactly. Ooh. Don't know about that, mate. <laughs> going to cost you three points. Um, anyway, uh, so this is what Jose said. Uh, we did very well for seventy minutes, but after that, it was a psychological collapse. When you're in trouble, you're supposed to get back up and show what you're made of. But there are people in the change room here who are a bit too nice, a bit too weak. Mm. And if you're a fan of practically all of the clubs that Jose has managed over the years, this will all start to sound familiar. <laughs> as, um, strangely, a very familiar pattern emerges. <laughs> here he goes again. <laughs> um, which will probably end in acrimony. And it's been imagined today by the Telegraph's uh, Jim White, who joins us now. Hello, Jim. Hello, Paul. Yes, you've you've taken us from the point. <laughs> you've taken us from the point on the twenty sixth of January when his time as Roma manager uh, acrimoniously comes to an end. Yeah, four 0 away defeat at Empoli. Um, <laughs> and what, what what's happened is that the pattern with Jose Mourinho used to be three years. You know, mm. you'd have a great first year, you'd win a few trophies. Second year, there'd be problems and issues. Third year, it would turn toxic. That's now all been condensed into about. Three months, yeah. and also by it's the like way, T Twenty uh, Jose, isn't it? Yeah, T brilliant. <laughs> God, why didn't you tell me that before I wrote this article? <laughs> anyway, um, he, uh, yeah, and, and not only that, at both uh, Tottenham and and Roma, it's without the winning things in the in the first instance. Yeah. So you just go, you just go straight to go, don't you, with Jose? Now I did Top like some of the things you imagined, Jim. You know, some of the clubs, you, another Amazon fly on the wall documentary. Uh, also, that to me teams up with Ed Woodward to buy Oldham Athletic. And... Yeah, that, 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 that's one. And uh, I also think he, I, I, my my feeling was, where is he going to go after Roma? And I was thinking Galatasaray would be good. Mm, that's and good, yeah. you remember when. Um, uh, Graham Souness was manager oh, at Galatasaray, yeah, and and he got the flag, yeah. the giant uh, yellow and black flag, and planted it in the centre circle. I just sort of foresee that that would go slightly awry with Jose, and they've beaten Fenerbahce. Great result. He grabs the flag. Paul Pogba, his new signings, just scored a hat trick. He <laughs> takes it in the centre circle. He plants in the middle. Unfortunately, it goes straight through Pogba's foot. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so you know, and then hey. Bill Kenwright wants him at Everton, I would oh, imagine. Yeah, and, sure. then, and then someone points out that actually, usually it's Rafa Benitez who has to clear up Mourinho's mess <laughs> rather than the other way around. I did like his Netflix show, which is <clears throat> the special one to the rescue, um, where like Mourinho parachuted into a failing business to offer management yeah. tips. That's a, I could see him doing something like that, like the troubleshooter. He would. He would love that. He would yeah. love that. You could imagine him. Actually, I tell you what. I tell you who would could really do with Jose Mourinho troubleshooter number ten Downing Street. Oh, yeah. That would be a magnificent oh, combination, yeah, wouldn't would, it? Nice. Would be good to but go what, in at the what, moment. Why is, why is going to happen with Mourinho? I mean, you know, the the, the kind of how can, how long can you trade on this em, enormous? reputation that just is solid at every turn. I mean, what you were describing there, what he said in that defeat against Juve, mm. yet again, throwing the players under the bus, you know, it's not my fault, it's theirs. They're yeah. psychologically weak. I can't be expected to carry them, etc. I mean, how can it last? It's, it's, it's a weird conundrum. He must be incredible in an interview. In an interview yeah. situation, do you think he does all that? Do you think on his when he when he does the the, the, the sort of PowerPoint presentation, this all stuff spinning in oh, oh, and wipes? Not, not, he probably not, does no, all it that. won't even be that. It'll just no. be the most charming. It'll just be absolutely brilliant. He'll know yeah. everybody's names, everybody's wife's names, you know, everybody's kids' is, names. How's you know, Vera? Nice you know, to see you again, bring, Brian. Bring the right bottle of wine. You How's know. the grandchildren? And he'll just sit down and he'll and he'll know the club inside out at that point, you know. Yeah. And he'll just be the most yeah. brilliant, brilliant interviewer. And then. Once he's got the job, 
Yeah. As often said about actors, is yeah. they like getting the job, they don't actually like doing the job. <laughs> yeah. and, and I think yeah. that's what it is with Jose Mourinho, is he likes getting yeah. the job, he likes all the pomp and circumstance around the job, doesn't want to actually do the job anymore. <laughs> he could be right. He does look like he's not I enjoying it. Right. I think you're right, Charlie. So the day after he arrives, having said that he knew everybody's names, he forgets them or doesn't yeah. bother to use them. He couldn't care less <laughs> no. who the woman behind the reception is. Got the job then. Don't matter. Yeah. Now, it's um, the chase then. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. So some, at least some of the things you predicted in the Telegraph today come true. Now, you were, you were at Old Trafford last night. We did have a chat with Jamie Jackson about the, the malaise at Manchester United earlier, earlier on, and we didn't really talk about the VAR mayhem and it was pointed out because like Anfield it's a, it's a ground without screens that no one quite knows what's going on but to be honest in a stadium where there are screens you still don't really know what's going on you see a sort of spinning graphic and it's you know it's a VAR check possible offside but I mean last night they couldn't even have got that because they were effectively as Adrian Durham rightly said after the game they just kept looking until they found something <laughs> It was quite extraordinary. Mm. I wasn't in the press box. I was in uh, just ordinary supporters' seats. Yeah. And you are completely left in the dark. Mm. I mean, it is insulting how little information they give you. So at the end, he does a little square. Three and a half minutes later, after he does a little square, rules it out, everyone cheers. The, the visiting fans say something rather disparaging about VAR and that's it, and you move on. Nobody explains to you what's happened. Mm. You don't know why it was ruled out. I mean, all around us, no screens, nothing. But even if there are screens, you're right, they don't play it on the screen, so mm. you're still left in the dark. Everyone around us, oh, it must have been handball, it must have been this, it must have been that. And uh, as Adrian Durham said, I just think even... After three and a half minutes, you're not sure what it was. Yeah. I mean, it, effectively, it's, it's it's an old-school, Pulis-style work on that one in training, block off the runner to make sure your man can get to the ball. So, in, in, you know, in reality... I don't, I don't know if it was. I oh, think I Cavani went, no. jumped into it. No, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, they just, he, he, he held his ground and he blocked him off. So, but ultimately... Well, you're you can... saying all this, Paul. I have no idea. I was there. <laughs> literally not a clue. That's it right. happened, you know, a long way away from me. A bit of argy-bargy, yeah. no goal. Not a clue. We it's had copious replays. We just, well, honestly, we just had to watch it. But, I mean, we were watching five or six different incidents until they found the one that they could they could hang on them. It was like trying to fit somebody up. It was like a police, it was like an old police procedural. And we can't get him on that. We'll get him on tax evasion. It's Al, it's Al Capone all over again. That's what it was last night. The problem is that it, it's annoying because <clears throat> they go looking for one thing and they find something else. Yet in a game, had the referee seen a little bit of block, that sort of blocking off goes on all for every corner, for every yes. set piece. It's standard. Most of it never gets picked up. And you could see the VAR saying to a referee, well, you know, he did spot it, but it didn't meet the threshold of clear and obvious. So they hide behind that when it suits them, and then they rule out a goal mm. when it doesn't. You know, they find yes. something. It's This is the problem. You can rule it. out most goals if you yeah. look hard enough. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. No, you if, could, you, if you, you roll back far enough, you, I mean, yeah. you look hard enough, you'll rule out most goals. No, that's very true. So it is, it's still a very frustrating system, and it's not working. And, you know, it's true. If, you, if it's taking three and a half minutes, it's not clear and obvious, is it? No, yeah. no. Paul, you're a man of vast knowledge, which oh. I'm not, but mm. in American football, mm. when the umpire stands in the middle of the uh, uh, pitch and explains what happened, mm. you know, and he goes through it all and it comes over the yeah. uh, the, the, the PA system, yeah. does that dissipate the complaints? I don't know enough about American football. Do people still go and get angry on social media about it? I don't think what? to quite the same extent because they're part of the process. They're, maybe they're part of the theatre and they're part, they know what's going on. If you said if, if somebody's mic'd up in that game, Michael Oliver's mic'd up in that game, he can stand there in the middle of the pitch and he can say, goal ruled out because. And at least everybody yeah. knows what's going on. Cricket, even if they've cricket not they the explain process. it, don't they? Yeah. Rugby, they explain it. You know, yeah. no, it, might not always agree with it, but they do explain no, look, it. Look, we've had, we're, we talk ourselves in circles, Ugh. nothing's really yeah, changing. We and of course, we're never going to get anywhere. Manchester United benefited from it and won, but as we said earlier on, uh, if you looked at the reaction to it, it was almost like they'd lost. How did you feel at the end, Jim, as a United fan? It was very, very tense. I, uh, I went with my mate and we were absolutely convinced that Villa was going to equalise at any moment. Mm. Uh, I was quite surprised they didn't. 
I don't think I've ever seen a, a Manchester United team so lacking in confidence. Poor old Marcus Rashford looks completely drained. Um, but it wasn't just him. I mean, Bruno Fernandes as well. Uh, they had a lot of opportunities last night, but never really converted them into proper chances. You know, uh, Mason Greenwood had about five long-range shots that, that were just easy pick-up practice for uh, Martinelli in the, goal, in the, in the uh, Villa mm-hmm. goal. So... I, I, I don't know what it is, what's going on, but, I, you know, uh, that, I, I, as we always have to say after a Manchester United game, the body language wasn't good. <laughs> That's very true. Um, thank you, Jim. Good to talk to you. Cheers, Jim. All the best. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, it's time now for a brand new feature on the show in association with our official betting partner, Paddy Power. Mm. In Paddy's pick, I'll be asking Charlie to identify a mystery sports personality who has made news headlines in the past week. Okay, lovely stuff. And is the Paddy pick of the week. Okay. Charlie, the way it's going to work is this. It seems like quite a lot of pressure on me, this feature, Paul. I mean, I didn't set it. I was, it the, okay. The producer um, presented Already upset people by saying Ellesmere Port's in Wales. in just across the border there in little town in England. Port. Well, you've said that. Yeah, I've you? said that, yeah. Okay, yeah, fair already. enough. Well, you put it right. That's, don't hold it against you. <laughs> so, Charlie, um, that's the way it's going to work. We're okay. going to give you five clues Lovely. to work out who it is. No We're trouble. going to start with £50 in the pot. Come on, then. And for every clue you use without a correct answer, £10 is cruelly <laughs> snatched away. <laughs> Paddy's pick is all for charity and we're raising funds. I don't, I don't feel any guilt. I'd you... like it if Paddy came in and just stood there taking the money out, out of my ripped, hand. Well, he's ripping it out of my, yeah, ripping it out of your hand. Paddy's Picks All for Charity. We're raising funds for the Attitude Foundation who support a range of causes across the LGBTQ community and promote inclusion in sport. Brilliant. Let's hope we can Good charity. get at least £40, Charlie. Yes. So uh, if you're ready, let's play the first ever round of Paddy's Pick. Oh, we got some quiz music. Ten- tension music. That's quite nice. Yeah. Bit of, need a theme tune. needs a theme tune. Are you ready? I'm ready. Of course I am. This football star was born in Western Merseyside on May the 30th, 1980. Western. Western on Merseyside. Western on Merseyside. Football yeah. star. Football star. Western Merseyside. Mm. You're in a position to... Stephen Gerrard, Paul. <laughs> He's only gone and done Bang! it the first time. <laughs> 
50 quid. Fantastic, Charlie. That's marvellous. You have raised 50 pounds for the Attitude Foundation this week. Well done. I did well, didn't I? And did you manage? It's almost like it wasn't a setup, was it? it I mean, wasn't I, you at did, all. You said, you just you said thought, a sports you person thought, who's been in. You thought a scouser in the news this yeah. week, and who better? I we mean, all, we maybe all watched we said, it last night. Maybe we just made it a bit too easy for maybe you, of course, too easy, Gerard. Unlucky last night not to get the result very much in the news at the moment. Exactly. Signed Felipe Coutinho, his exactly. old teammate. So we thought. Um, Born in Merseyside as well. Yeah, Paul, that's you've right. got to remember Born that, you know, and he's got that very strong Merseyside accent, isn't he? Yes, he, he so has. Do you want to give him the other clues where you've got it well, from these? I, I didn't need them. Didn't need them. Well, I'm going to give them to you anyway because <laughs> okay. I think we've reserved 10 the... minutes for this section. It's either that or we'll just have a game of cards. <laughs> so it's up to you. But let me give them to you anyway. Well, these on, are the then. fiendish questions you would have got okay. if you weren't such a smart. gone backwards, perhaps. A smart Alec. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's do that. No, okay. Well, okay. Clue two was going to be this. Yeah. He made his first team debut for Liverpool on November the 9th, 1988, as a late substitute in a Premier League match against Blackburn Rovers. Who are you going to go for yeah. there? Then? Is it uh, Steve McManaman? It's, it's not. No. no. Okay. <laughs> uh, clue three scored his first goal for England in September 2001 in a 2002 Ooh. World Cup qualifier against Germany. Oh, lovely stuff. Yeah, yeah. that was Steven still Gerrard. Steven Gerrard. Still Steven Gerrard, yeah. He won 114 caps for England, 38 as captain, scored 20. 21 goals between 2000 and 2014. Still very much Stephen Gerrard. A lot, lot of caps, though, isn't it, Paul? No, for, it is. You think about well, it, Stephen yeah. Gerrard, yeah. Amazing. And uh, in November 2021, in his first game in charge as the current manager of Aston Villa, I think then, ah, with, the, with your tenor left, <laughs> would have been struggled again. He led the team to a 2 0 Premier League uh, home yeah. win against Brighton and Hove yeah. well, There we are, Paul. I'm pleased I got it on the first well done, one. Charlie. Well done. That's great. That's really good news uh, for our friends at the Attitude Foundation because let's be honest, over the years in the Paddy's Acker, we have not made them the kind of money they've been hoping for. No, but there they are. I that's, think we were a bit more of a hindrance than a help. But there is. That's 50 quid. I can imagine Whiston, Paul, is very near Aylesmere Port. Which no, it's is, of not. Course, well, is in, a million miles away. In England, not Wales. So there you go. That's £50 raised for the Attitude Foundation this week and there'll be another uh, Paddy pick next week. We're going to have to make them tougher for Charlie, I think. Thanks to our friends at Paddy Power, official H&J betting partner. 18 plus only BeGambleAware.org Paddy's pick on TalkSport with Paddy Power Can you guess who's made the headlines this week? Mmm 18 plus BeGambleAware.org Bit of an anti-climax was he? No, it's great it a bit too easy for you? No, no, I was just, I was just pleased well, to get to it We have to ease you in We yeah, just I, had to like ease you quiz, in, Paul. Charlie we'll I like make, a quiz We'll make it, uh, we'll make it a bit harder next Now, week. Paul, did you see Steve Evans as, I don't know if he's uh, by mutual yeah. consent or is, is, le- is left Gillingham he has, yeah, FC. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now you know Steve Evans. Paul is a big, big character in the game, isn't he? No man he? in the world of football, no manager looks more like a coach driver than Steve Evans. <laughs> I was wondering if he was. If Steve it. came out, he came out, you'd think, honestly, and there was a, the coach was outside and he got on it, yeah. you'd be expecting him to sit behind the wheel, <laughs> not in the front row next to the assistant manager, You're wouldn't you? You're saying he's a sort of short sleeves and a tie. Short sleeves, <laughs> short sleeves and a tie. Uh, a blazer with yeah. gold buttons. Lovely, yeah, right? smashing. Uh, but the button on the shirt, the the button that just above the navel was, was gone. Yeah, that it's one's come gone. Off. That one's so gone. So it's it's a, it's a bit of gapage. Well, this is just, just a little. Uh, I, boy, I bring him up, Paul, because yeah. it's just a little bit about grey slacks oh. and grey slip-on <laughs> shoes. <laughs> White socks. So uh, that's that's uh, lovely. He looks when Steve's driving smashing. the coach, he's driving the um, coach. There, I I bring him up because he's recently left Gillingham, as yeah. we say, and uh, someone's tried to take advantage of this. I put it on our group earlier on. And I oh, can't yeah. find it now. Mm. Um, uh, there was a tweet last night saying, "Can I have his jacket?" <laughs> Yeah. Can, Can I, I have his match day jacket? Yeah. Because it, my husband doesn't fit any of the ones in the club shop. Yes, I did see um, that. But, yeah, but <clears throat> Steve's match day one will. <laughs> and you thought it was a bit of a liberty, Paul, didn't I you? I thought it was. I mean, what a chancer. The first thing you think when the manager's gone is not to tweet, thank you, Steve, for everything you've done for the club. It's to yeah, say, yeah. you've run out of jackets in my husband's size in the club shop. Can I have his jacket? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's very good. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it's Joanne Edwards. There she is. Oh, well done, Joanne. Could someone, ask him, said. could someone ask him if my husband can have his Gillingham merchandise, especially his bench coat, as the Gill shop don't do his size, but Steve's would defo fit yeah. him. All the best to him. But I'd like a bench jacket, Paul. If you turned up at the match in a bench jacket with your yeah. with your with your um, uh, initials on, do you think do you think you'd look a bit try hard? Is it a different version of the full kit W? <laughs> I think it, I think it, think it probably is. Yeah, okay. I've just I've never had the bench jacket, Charlie. Have you, you 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 like a bit of club yeah, I, merch, I would, don't you? I would like a bench jacket. Yeah, I would like one, Paul. I can't I can't deny it. 
Would you wear it for games? Look, I'd wear it to games. It looked like, yeah. <laughs> Would you wear it for other games? Yeah, I suppose yeah, no. If you've got a talky bench jacket and you Sunday went off, league games, you went off to. I mean, could you could you pass for a scout, Charlie? You think if you oh, stood there, just stood at the back, just yeah. on one of the stands, oh, you go. I don't know who you're going to go and watch. You so who's further down the food I'll, chain? I'll I'll, I'll 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 go and watch um, like Wallingford Town FC. So you, you know, go yeah. along. You're in your talky talky yeah. bench jacket, yeah. and you go in. And uh, and you you pay your way in, but the punters don't. They just yeah. see a bloke in a talky bench jacket yeah. at the back, mm. not really engaged in the game, not bothered about the game, Paul. Occasionally, because I'm watching the players. Occasionally, getting out a small book and writing. I've actually, only come to see one of them writing something down. I bet there are people out there that part that try and pass themselves off as a scout. Don't you do exactly unofficial that. scout? They go along. They go yeah, there. Little notebook, Paul. They write things down, and then someone will come up eventually and say, "Good left foot." Well, are you a scout, and you say, "Well, I, I, can't, I can't really say. I can't, can't really say. say you." But you're obviously looking at someone. Look, give well, us I, a I, shout. I can't say the, ga- the gaffer will kill me. You know, <laughs> Gary will go mad if I tell you I'm looking at. But um, well, the seven's very good. Well, I don't want to sell our best players, but the seven's very oh, well, good. Well, I came to see your left back, but, yeah, but I like I your don't. right winger. Yeah, that's it. You'd start doing that, actually. And then they'd go in the bar, wouldn't they? And yeah, they'd be saying, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah that Paul. fella. Fella's out there, and uh, he's t- talky scout. They're having yeah. a look at... Um, and then it gets back to the player. Yeah, and he's getting... And then he goes home the that club. night. I've talky looking at me, Dad. <laughs> Just because you're... A dirty liar. You've got some lads' hopes up. You've got some lads' hopes up. Just because you... Some just because you... Walter Mitty because character. You, because... So if you just are going to go... Or because you've bought a coat. So think on, mate. <laughs> Next time you go to the club in your bench coat, and you're dis- you're destroying a young lad's dreams. young person's dream yeah. has just disappeared. But it's disappeared. It's, I bet there are people out there That'll that happen, do that. happen, Paul. I bet yeah. the fake scouts happen all the time. a bloke who sat in front of me... Uh, at Tottenham for a while, and he was one of those that went. Or you know, he he, he wore the, his support like a bat, you know, badge. Yeah, he go, yeah, yeah. oh, he goes to youth games, you oh, know. Yeah. And I, this a, a lad came on once, and yeah. you know, he, he wasn't very good. You yeah, know, he yeah, was yeah. never going to make the first team, and I was proved right in the end. Yeah. And he came on, and he had about five minutes, and I thought, not sure about him. And this bloke turned around and said. Well, if you'd seen him in the FA Youth Cup <laughs> against Everton, you wouldn't be of that opinion. Oh. You know, it was that kind of look over the yes. shoulder. And then, so, Connor, uh, well done, Connor. Yeah, that yeah, well, knows, you know, knows all the youth team whatever, players. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, we move on. <laughs> and uh, that's what happens when a competition runs short. Don't blame us. Yeah, don't blame, blame me. Charlie I've got, got, got the name right. In depth knowledge of Stephen Gerrard. Danny Mills will be joining us next as we look ahead to our commentary game tonight. Southampton versus Brentford. Do look out for Charlie tonight. He'll be in his. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be in his bench coat yeah. there at St Mary's, saying, "Who are you looking at?" Oh, I like the look of the lo- I like the look of the seven. His free kicks are decent, but I can't really tell you what I'm looking. Can't at. tell you. Can't Came tell down to look at Ryan Bertram, but I like the look of Ward Prowse. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was yeah, this smashing. afternoon's show. That's all you need: a notebook, a car coat, and a feeling of self-importance, a deadpan face. Maybe one or two players' names. And make, you yourself a li- make yourself a little bit obvious. Yeah. So people ask you. Yeah, that's you right. Know, but if they ask you, be alone. But just the right side. You've got to be just yeah. the right side of obvious. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. can't be shouting at the players. No, that's right. You can't None be, you can't no. be <laughs> celebrating goals. And you've got to leave before the leave end. Leave all. <laughs> Definitely. You don't, you don't leave I've, before 80. The game is up. I've seen, they're bringing on 15 in a minute. He's very good now. It's all right. I've, I've, I've seen, seen him. I've seen what I came here to see. I'll go back to Gary and let him know. <laughs> anyway, that's our little fantasy. Um, thank you for... See you uh, Thursday, Paul. Yeah, see you Thursday, Charlie. Uh, Andy Jacobs alongside me. Uh, tomorrow. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.